Times Square, New Year's Eve, Jake Alexander was one amid the swarming multitude waiting for the ball to drop. Another year had passed. So many balls had been dropped during his life. Sometimes they had dropped right into his lap, and he fumbled the play. Lights glared at him and around him. Faces laughed on the big screen surrounding the square. All about him stood people with friends and family, people having fun while he was alone. It hadn't always been that way. One time he had had a family, too. One time he had had it all. Home, wife, kids, and money. Lots of it. But Jake had fumbled the play and lost the game. Yet another New Year's Eve alone. Diane Price sat in front of the TV waiting for the Times Square ball to drop. Why didn't she just go to bed, she asked herself. But she knew why. She knew she wouldn't sleep. She'd lie awake waiting for her son to get home, worrying about him. Too many sleepless nights she had spent worrying about this boy child, soon to be a man, and worrying about his sister before him, and his dad before that, before he left them all. So here she was, waiting for the ball to drop. It seemed she'd been waiting all her life. What was she waiting for? First, she had waited for her husband. Then she waited for and waited on her children. Now her life was half over, and it felt like it hadn't even begun. She had botched the first half. Will the next be any different, she wondered. New Year's Eve in Times Square Jake remembered when it had been different, all those years on Wall Street as an investment banker. He had completed his liberal arts degree to satisfy his interests, then went on to get an MBA from Kendall School of Business at Northwestern University to satisfy his need for income. He had married Laura while they were both undergrads. She had supported him while they went to Kendall, working full-time so he could attend school full-time. Then there were those crazy years as an associate, working long hours, establishing himself and climbing until he reached the coveted position of manager. Laura had been busy with her children and pursuing a degree as a tax accountant. Once their youngest started school full-time, Laura was poised to land a good position in an accounting firm as she too worked herself up the corporate ladder. It had been fun at first, networking, making connections, manipulating numbers, making deals. Then there was 9-11. While no one close to him had died, people Jake had known, people he had worked with, were left behind in the rubble. He had listed their names on a piece of paper and left it on his desk as a reminder, his own tribute to those he had known. He also remembered those individuals he had escorted out of the building when they were let go, the look of shock on their faces as they were notified, their offices cleaned out, and they were ushered out the door within an hour. Then as he rose up the ranks, he was the one making the decisions, leaving someone under him the messy task of giving them the bad news so he didn't have his sleep disturbed. This didn't work. Their faces came back to haunt him, disrupting his sleep. He began to ask questions. What was he doing? Why? 
He found it harder and harder to look the other way when questionable deals came across his desk. He didn't know exactly when it had happened. Seeds of discontent were sown that slowly took root and grew until he realized that not only could he not continue doing what he had been doing, he felt he needed to make restitution in some way. He remembered that morning the look his wife had given him. Why aren't you dressed for work? Laura asked him while looking him up and down, reproach in her voice. I'm not going, Jake answered as he reached into the refrigerator for cream. Are you sick? No, I'm just not going. I'm taking the day off. Let's play hooky, Laura, just you and me like when we were kids, remember? Are you crazy, Jake?